Hi, I'm your host, Marlo Lemon, and you're listening to Wild Voice, the podcast where I take this voice of mine and share my wild journey with you. Being widowed at 34 with a 15-month-old, most would see as life-ending, and instead, I alchemized it and put life back together, and it became more beautiful and fulfilling than I could have ever imagined. Through this life shift of mine, I realized who I am and what I'm here to do. I'm an intuitive energy healer, and sharing how I view the world is how I help you upgrade your life and alchemize your journey into magic. From day one, I wanted to share my journey, call it intuition, but I knew it was going to do more good out in the world than keeping it to myself. So when I say I've mastered life, that doesn't mean I'm perfect, or that life is. I mean I've mastered the concept of life, and I want to share that with you. Okay, so coming off the heels of that four-part life update, I want to bring something to the table that I have found super, super helpful and has actually been something that I have been utilizing and didn't even realize it was something that was needed or something that was a tool I was going to start accessing. And I actually didn't come to find it until this big move and until we started integrating our lives together and seeing that there were some triggers there for me that still were coming up. And I like thought they were gone. And I didn't even realize until I was in a situation that wasn't similar by any means, but a dynamic of living with a partner under the same roof, and just kind of the nuances of that. And anyone who's moved in with someone or lives with someone currently, a partner, um, you'll know what I'm talking about. So I don't really need to, you know, dive into detail there, but it just takes a hot second. And the last time I moved in with somebody, a partner, I was 21 years old. So it was this crazy, like up and down, and I was a completely different person then. So like I've said, I'm learning how to walk in certain situations again. And I'm very hesitant because I, I just know what it can be like to not handle things in the most aligned, perfect way. And when I say that, I'm saying that to preface the fact I have had my human moments with this move and adapting and kind of learning to live under the same roof and how to be a family. And I just want to make that known that I, by having my own human moments, not only do I get to have more compassion for myself and understand and talk the talk and walk the walk of you don't have to be perfect. It's just that intention and kind of, it's more about how quickly do we get to the next? Do we move through something? Not that nothing's ever going to happen. So I've had some experience with this and I didn't really get a chance to play with it in like this playground aspect of life until this move. And I moved in with the boyfriend and with Nash and and all of these pieces coming together. Did it line up just perfectly to start to shift through some stuff? And it's actually been pretty exciting to see like there have been over this last week has been the biggest shifts. And I can't even tell you, like I feel more and more like myself like my true soul self that I actually don't even know that I've experienced in this lifetime yet. And that is pretty fascinating to see. The thing I have to keep in check, right, is that idea I've mentioned before, like trying to stay neutral, even though that doesn't sound exciting, 
is because when we get really, really excited, I've had moments of being like elated and like so fascinated with how I feel and like different aspects of me being like almost like unlocked and exposed that I've never felt comfortable being in this body, in this life, even through all the healing that I've done. It's like another level of healing. But what I tend to do with expectations with myself is once I feel that, I expect that to stay once I've experienced it once and it never to dip or change or shift. And that is just not reality. So as we start to integrate something new, and if you can apply this to somewhere in your life where you get frustrated or you're impatient or you start to get scared, because that's something that has happened to me, you start to get worried and fearful and um, overwhelmed. It's because we have this fear that here we've tackled something and then if it goes back to it or we get a similar feeling, we're scared that we've reverted all the way back and maybe all the work that we've done or maybe we won't have that feeling again because we so easily felt like we could get bumped back. And I just want you to know from my own personal experience and how I felt that way, I have realized what happens is we integrate something new and we start to utilize it in our own life. And we get chances to actually experience it for ourselves in real life situations that are triggering. And because we care and we are emotional about them, not only do we get to use all of our tools, but we get to see that it does take a hot second to integrate it and get it to stick. So just something I want to throw out there. It's been helpful for me to remind myself of that. And so in case that is something that you just need to remind yourself about, is that when you have felt those shifts, We get really excited about them and that's awesome. And just know that we're integrating something new and it will kind of be bumpy and clumsy for a little bit as we settle into this perfect balance. Okay, so with that, the thing I wanted to share and I have found, I mean, there's a handful of things. Honestly, there's a handful of things, even more than that, (laughs) that I have been utilizing and tackling and kind of like figuring out and jotting down. It's like all these ideas in my head and all these tools are like, taking on a whole new life for me. And it's pretty cool to see. And I just feel more like myself, like there's a piece of me that has healed and that has moved through something and that I can continue to show up as myself, still practicing all of that. But there's just these deep layers that I've been able to tackle and overcome. So one of the things that was really important as things started to get a little turbulent as far as my emotions, how I was feeling, triggers, is I realized I had to rewrite memories. And this is something that can be really, really useful for any area of our life. Now, I have done a lot of work on my own triggers, on my traumas, on my, in my own healing journey. I mean, this is like five years strong. So that doesn't mean that just implement this without anything else is the answer. But this is something that if you're looking for a piece to take the edge off, if you're looking for a tool that can help, this is something that I think you will find extremely helpful. So rewriting memories, what that means is if we are triggered by something, it is because we have a memory, almost like PTSD, but a little but different. But we have a trigger to something because of a past memory that in our minds is bad. So something we all have experienced, think of something that you get triggered by. Most likely you were triggered by it, not because it's the first time it's ever happened. You're triggered by it because it is something that has happened in the past and those feelings and those old emotions are still there or they 
kick up and you feel them and then everything starts to snowball, right? We're worried it's going to we'll be playing history. Um, we're worried that something is going to happen that we can't control and that we have no control over what's going on. Or maybe we felt like we've come so far and now we feel like we're taking a step back. So first acknowledging that when there's a trigger, it is very valid. It means that there is something that we are relating it to a past memory. So a useful tool is rewriting the memory for it to be, in your eyes, a setup. And when I say setup, I mean in a good way. So if I were to take something that is from my past, let's say, in my relationship, and I see something makes me feel similar to that in a current relationship, all of a sudden, all of these triggers and warnings and all these things go off, right? It's because my body's way of being like, oh my gosh, this is a similar feeling, cut and run, do what you need to do. Um, you need to you know, become a detective. You need to, all of these things, and they're not helpful. So I have been able to kind of like start to hone that in when I feel that happening. But rewriting the memory is super, super important to help it go away for good. So I want you to start to see something that wasn't, that you felt like wasn't good and start to see it on how it set you up to actually live the most fulfilling life and to get you where you're at. Now, some people find a little disconnect here. They're like, okay, I can see where it got me to where I'm at, but it still doesn't mean I see it as really good. So I'm going to give you an example. So if there is something that I feel like is a bad thing in a relationship, let's say, let's say I'm going to, let me think of an example. Okay. So finding out, let's say my, in my past, finding out that my husband was cheating on me. Okay. So let's say we take that and someone would be like, that's terrible. And I'd be like, okay, but what it did actually in that moment, if I were to use that specific example, is that was actually a setup for me to see that I actually wasn't living my best life, that I actually wasn't putting myself first, and that I actually deserved a life that was much different than the one I was living. So now thinking about someone cheating doesn't become this big, nasty, scary thing. It actually is like, actually, that was the kickoff. That was the setup for me to see what I actually do deserve in this life. It was actually set up for me to see I actually wasn't putting myself first. It was put in place for me to see I actually deserve a, an amazing kind of love and admiration and desire and respect and loyalty that actually I wouldn't have seen and gotten to experience if that didn't happen. So it's very different from saying, you know, you know, shit happens or everything happens for a reason. It's very different than that because you're taking specifics and you're figuring out almost reverse engineering and figuring out what the setup was. Like what was the stage being set for me to see something like that to create what actually I'm getting now. So it's it takes a second to get your brain on board with what I'm saying. So I'm going to try and think, I'm going to get another example to give you something completely unrelated to me, but something that I think people will have an easy time. You guys will have an easy time kind of connecting the dots. So if I were to say someone, someone stole something from me, okay? So someone stole something from me. It was not only felt like, you know, violating, I had to pay for, you know, more money out of my pocket. I had to um, take time and, 
and get reset up and repurchase these things. And let's just say there was this big thing and that, and that to me, I've moved on, I've moved past it. But when I think back to that memory or I feel like someone is in my space, I'm untrusting, right? Because my, my memory kicks back to a thought of, oh, that memory is bad. Like even though I took the good from it, my memory logs it as bad. So what we want to do is say, take that memory of someone stealing and flip it. We want to flip it on its head. So we actually have turned it into a good memory. So remember that time someone stole something? Yeah, I actually got to replace it with better quality things. It actually showed me how to respect my things more and a different way to save them so as or protect them. So as I'm accumulating things or adding to my, you know, let's say it's for work, adding to my, you know, repertoire of things that I purchase for my business, that I'm actually now more in line with protecting the things that I have. And I wouldn't have had that experience. If I didn't have that experience, if I didn't have that memory, it actually wouldn't have set me up to be in the position I am business-wise and to protect the things I have in the way that I do now. Because now I find them more valuable. I find them, I protect them more. I have a better method for that. So now as I've accumulated things and I have more that someone might want to let's say, steal, I actually have a better way of handling it and a better way of protecting those things. So it's another example, and it takes some work and a little bit of muscle memory to do that. And this is still something that I'm writing out and I'm figuring out how to really drill this down because I can say a handful of things, but I really have to root to it. I really have to get on board with it being a good thing. So this is something I have found really helpful. This can work in all sorts of areas of your life. Something that is a trigger, something that is a memory that's kind of a core memory that weighs heavy. These are things we rewrite the memory and you sit there and even you could think about it or write it down, write like 15 things that make it good. The idea and where I found the shift happened the quickest is when I looked at it as a setup. I looked at it as a setup, as almost putting me on my path to where I'm going to a better life and a better way of doing things and more soul aligned. So when I could look at it that way, that was something that really got me on board. So use those words because that's what really stuck in my head is seeing it as a setup and rewriting those memories. The setup is actually all you need to know. So if you're being set up, which we believe too, and if you believe that, setting up to live the most soul-aligned, fulfilling, beautiful life, then you will trust the fact that everything that happened before was a beautiful setup to get you there. You just got to change that those memories that when you think about them or when you see them, you don't see them as a bad thing because what that does is that actually releases the trigger. So if we can get those memories actually on the good side, those things don't trigger us anymore because now we've taken it and it's actually good. So a trigger is never associated with something good in our eyes. So once we get on board with those memories that are heavy, that create these triggers for us, or we're starting to notice these triggers, then we just change that memory, rewrite it, and that trigger dissipates. So something to play with, find the pleasure in all of this, make it fun, Take something that's not super heavy and emotional to start with. That'll be what will get you kind of on board with this easier. 
and just go from there. There has been so much that I have learned in the last few weeks, honestly, that is mind-blowing to me. And once I get my head wrapped around that, I'll have more to share with you. But I have real-life examples of things that are happening in real time that I'm actually taking a lot of things that I've learned and kind of mix-matching them with these other tools and actually putting them to work. And it's it's exhausting. It's like kind of like I'm going through like a master's program in life right now. But I want to share that with you. The rewriting the memories is huge. Take a trigger, trace it back to what the memory is from and make that memory good. Do whatever you have to do, even if you have to spend days on it, thinking about all the things that make it good. And you will see what that does is it releases that memory of the trigger. So the trigger doesn't have to be there to remind you of something bad happening because your brain doesn't have to remind you anymore because now it's good, like it always was. Thanks so much for being here. Please rate, like, share, and review so we can stay connected and continue this magical journey together.